welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Sheldon Kay, show manager of Mobile Tech Expo. I wanted to give you an update on what's happening with the Las Vegas show, September 5th through 7th at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We just launched our education schedule with five different session tracks, including detailing, business, marketing, PDR, and product knowledge. I'm also excited to announce that IDA will be doing certified detailer training Thursday morning. Hotel rates start at just $65 a night, so be sure to book your room and book your education day pass because both will sell out. Hope you all have a great month of June, and I'll talk to you soon. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. That's DJ. Where's he at? That's DJ. They, yeah. they can't see me, bro. I know, but I was pointing just... Oh, they didn't see that. I know. I know, but right, start over I thought time. it would be fun no, no, no. to like be like, that's DJ. Do it again. That's DJ. No, no. What? Like, start over. Welcome to the Pints and stupidest Polishing Podcast. Like, no. that's DJ? Dude, what part did you want me to start over? Never freaking mind. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm dead. Are, are yeah. you prideful? <laughs> nice. Play on words. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's good. I am not prideful. But you seem very defensive. And we're... I just wanted you to redo the intro. Oh. Like, what? Like, the actual welcome. Like, and you went like... With more pride? Put some more pride in it, I man. should put some more pride right, into ready? it? Ready? One, two, three. What's up, man? Why are you laughing, dude? Come on, let's hear it. Put some pride into it, man. I can't do it. All right, me. I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, just stop it. I did stop it. But it's restarted. Oh, you restarted it? I restarted it. Okay, because you're going to be prideful? I don't think so. I'm not ready. You're not? Okay. Well, we talk about pride a lot in this episode. We do, we do, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ was very prideful. Okay. With his white shirt. And neck and taking high fives from dudes. No? Negative. Uh-huh. Or that I disappeared for an hour and a half <laughs> after DJ was asleep one he, night and you're he, like, he hey, where'd you go? <laughs> popcorn the whole time. I didn't know the you were <laughs> You know, you never asked me that until now. I always wondered, I'm like, what did you Where do? Where did you go for like an hour and a half? <laughs> hey, don't ask that. That's your business, man. <laughs> hey, so DJ and I had the chance to go to Denver, and uh, that's what this episode's about. <laughs> and we also then, the end of the episode really talks about different <laughs> questions that detailers asked uh, us there at a training, yeah, as well as then DMs that we've gotten. So we really jump into a lot of, Really tangible. There's some good a- applicable stuff in there that you can take and you can apply to your business today, and you'll see great success. I'm confident in that statement. I completely agree. Yep. Like I'm just confident in that mere statement. DJs. Oh my god. You know, the way his views are on, you know, this guy. how much sausage he ate. This guy. All right. And he liked meat at a certain place. And you guys enjoy. You know. <laughs> 
Are you trying to imitate the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't get the pour first. Oh, dang it. <sighs> That's the way it goes. <sighs> that is how it goes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I couldn't get the sound down. No, you didn't. You got the sound down. Man, that's pretty delicious. I knew it was would be an awesome beer. So you haven't had this yet? I haven't. I literally have grabbed it a couple times. One time, I actually, I think I had it at the register, but I think I picked another Whoa. beer out of budget. Yeah, right? That's that reminds delicious. me of, so I was in the mood at Denver to have a sour, and you're like, you're getting a sour? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, I just want something that's just... What else were you in the mood for, Denver? So what, sausage. Is it good? What? No. No sausage at all. Actually, no. I had brisket. It was a good barbecue joint. You still had you. meat, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Brisket big thing and of meat? chicken. And their sauces was called a Yazoo. Man, Yazoo was, was delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think somebody asked me. They saw the picture, and they asked me how it was. And I said, well, let's put it in this perspective. When you walk in and there's, like, least Four, might have been five older, above 60, maybe close to 70-year-old black men. Oh, yeah. I was in. Like We were riding our scooters, and I passed, like, eh, stop. And you're like, let's get some barbecue. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. I wasn't really, you know, trying to stop but yet. There but there was two guys over there, and there was another out, one inside. Yep. And then when we walked inside, that one dude came in. You're like, like, hey, hey man, is what's good? Is it good? He's like, well, no, what's good? He goes, everything's good this time. I'm like, what do you mean this time? Oh, it's twelve. They just cooked. Everything's fresh now. I'm like, oh yeah, man, mm. it was so good. But it was a good spot. And some about barbecue. If you walk into a barbecue place and you don't smell smoke, you should be concerned. And you walked in and immediately smelled smoke. So probably because we were in Denver, though. So wrong smoke. Okay. Welcome to the Pints and Policy Podcast. Was that the pre-intro? That was the post-intro. Post-intro. Post-intro pre-roll. Something. Okay. Nice. Uh, so we're going to do a little Denver recap, if you hadn't already noticed. DJ and I got to spend uh, the weekend-ish. Uh, we left out late Thursday and uh, landed in Denver. Immediately went and got uh, Arturo, hopped in a, uh, what were we driving, a CRV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty nice. It was pretty clean. Yeah. And... Um, Hopped in a CRV and drove to. Although I really wanted the Subaru. You did. I like, like I, I just, no. I just wanted a stick shift and the mat. Like you just in you Denver. Did want stick. Why do you always have to turn everything homosexual? Hmm? I get it. That's why you picked the weekend to go. Hmm. We'll talk about that later, I guess. And uh, we rolled over to Black Mountain Motorsports. Really cool little place, and so you've probably already heard, if you haven't heard the podcast that we did there, definitely go check that one out. Just cool little jam, like cool little spot. Yeah, and he it was, was a, a nice, cool dude. Yeah, it was a nice spot. I mean, the whole layout was amazing. Yeah. You got the, the, the I guess, not a dining area, but kind of kitchen area, uh-huh. sitting area, kind of bar type. With the glass in. The best com- was when you were, we were like, yeah, we're just going to come by and drink beer. And <laughs> you were like, oh, my word, look at his face. Like, <laughs> you see it in the video, like, he's like, beer? Yeah. Oh. And then he runs over to the refrigerator, yeah. opens it, like, hey, man, check all this beer I've got out here. Like, fat tire. And he had Coors, didn't he? Uh, I don't think he did. I don't think so. Yeah. He only had Bad good choice. Um, But so then uh, f- Thursday evening, we kind of walk around aimlessly for a while. We took a wrong turn. We, went th- we took a wrong turn. <laughs> <laughs> we went to ghetto Denver. I mean, it was pretty rough. Uh, it wasn't that, that yeah, bad. Yeah, it wasn't that, that bad. But it wasn't where we were Definitely expecting to ghetto, go to. But it was, it was a little rougher. But, yeah, we thought we were going to go to 16th Street. And we went to, like, 
Eleventh. Yeah. <laughs> we first, yeah. Like we went the wrong way, and uh, we finally made it back to sixteenth. That's when we landed at uh, is it Jake's Tavern or what was the tavern at Henry's? Henry's. That's it. Yeah. Man, best pretzel. Like really? Oh. Okay. I don't know. Well, okay. Top five. I mean, it's a memorable pretzel. But I love pretzels. If I'm gonna drink beer. I want to see what pretzel they got. Really? That's a thing. It's a thing. I noticed you always get pretzels, but yeah. didn't know it was just like. I love trying to find a really good pretzel. You like and pretzels? And they had, yeah. Hmm. They had, and that cheese, that beer cheese yeah. was stupid. Interesting. What's wrong with that? Nothing, man. What's wrong with eating pretzels and drinking Pretzels beer? is just an odd food item, I think. Food choice. A pretzel. I just never, mm-hmm. I think like. Like carnivals, the fair. Really? For pretzels? Yeah, like the mall. Like Okay, I definitely think mall for like Annie, whatever. Yeah. Something. That's just, uh, other than that, I don't really think about getting a pretzel ever. Yeah. Well, you don't like pretzels? I like pretzels. They're fine, but it's never a first choice. Oh, I mean, it's, I, I almost always now look at the menu. If, if it's a beer place, I almost always look and see if they have pretzels. Interesting. I remember when we were at, uh, uh, we did the podcast with Paul Daly. Mm. We were at... Oh, yeah. Uh, Prairie. Yes, thank you. Prairie. Prairie. And we had their pretzels there. They have good pretzels. You did have pretzels there, didn't you? But this one was a much... It was it was big. It was a big pretzel. It was a big pretzel. I had to go back for seconds the next night. Or was that two days? I no, think that, that was Saturday. That was the day we flew yeah. out. So that was Saturday we went back. And that but was cool. It, yeah, if you're, in, if you're in Denver, find your way to 16th Street. Henry's is a good place. I mean, I had tons of beer selection. And if you're lucky, you get the back corner, uh, yeah, like kind of right. outside, inside his patio. And there's like street uh, people playing instruments. So more like street. front corner, right? Front corner. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah front yeah. corner. And you see. That night we said the back corner. And it was, yeah. like Yeah. No, but yeah. But you can see both. So there's people walking everywhere and you just kind of. this incredibly hot Asian waitress. Oh, oh, my word. Golly, she was unbelievable. You just won't let it go, will you? Mm. She gave me a. Feeling, where at? Uh, in my eye. Oh, interesting. Yeah. In my left pinky. Must <laughs> <laughs> be mistaken. Your pinky with something else. It's probably about the same size. About right? the same size. <laughs> <laughs> pinky might be a little bigger. <laughs> oh man, that's sad. Good thing it's only dudes listening to this podcast. I know, right? Uh, so that was a fun night. We woke up early-ish. Uh, you woke up real early on Friday. You even went to the gym, didn't you? I did, man. I, I was like, start, what the hell? I had to get in the good mindset, man. You're about to go do training all day, about yeah. to be in front of people. I want to feel good. That was impressive. I, I was like, man, I really sh- nope. <laughs> 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 I did. I went and had breakfast and then came back and worked. Yeah, that was a good morning. Then you had second breakfast. I did have second breakfast downstairs oh. at the same restaurant area. Uh, I finally made my way down to get breakfast. And then you were like, yeah, I'll be there. You grabbed a second breakfast, which was nice. And we rushed to the Roops facility. Roopes. And got to listen to a very amazing trainer, Jason Rose. So I want to say thank you to Brian, um, who, well, the company was Seagull Oil. Now it's, I don't know, something else. They got bought by like, it was something like Westgate, something, I don't know. Um, that's not important. Brian's an awesome dude. Uh, he's had us out the past three years. You came yeah, with me the first, first time. First year, yeah. Uh, they're our distributor there in Denver. Um, Brian's super cool dude and had us come out to the 
uh, training facility of Rupes to lead some training um, on some coatings and learn from uh, Jason Rose. So you've known Jason for a while. Yeah. Uh, I This was my first time to really hear from him and to kind of, I guess. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, like I'd, I've never even met the guy. Like I've seen him, but I've never even like shook his hand or hmm. so. That's yeah. why when we were pulling stuff out and he, he came over and was like, hey, and it was like, Nice to meet you. I'm more like, that was the first time I've ever shook his hand. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Jason's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. He's a rock star, man. Like, oh, man. I've known him for back when he was with McGuire's and a little bit before. I mean, he's he's been around for a while. The guy has some sick knowledge. Well, what I thought was, I mean, there's a couple things that we really clicked on. One of the things that intrigued me was, I'm usually not a big diagram fan, but he went through and showed the different way you know from all the different tools and polishers and the different things the way that they rotate and orbit and then he went from like aggressive to at least you yeah. know if you want to do this here's a tool that you'd want to choose if you want to like i mean it made it, it, it yeah it pretty made it really simple they've got some good systems I mean, yeah that was, yeah and incredible. then i was like well, okay like i like what you're doing there and then watching him use the tool and granted i mean how long has it been like he should be as good as he was, yeah. and he was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I The first time he put the tool on and started working it, he didn't, you know, I didn't go look. Second time, he put a wool pad on and went over, and I, I looked at the work. I was like, wow. Because we were talking about the need to not necessarily do a full paint correction, mm -hmm. and which <laughs> we've talked about that quite a bit. The enhancement. Yeah, and yeah. doing enhancement versus correction. And there was even that kid that even asked, you know, well, how do I know how far to go or, you know, what, what should I do with paint correction? We both almost had the same answer. He just much more eloquently put it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was hey. like, I think my response was, well, you do whatever they pay you for. And Jason was <laughs> like, well, so, and he went through for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. And like really a lot better at speaking than he's, me. He's, he's pretty good speaker. You're a good speaker, but he there's something about listen to him talk. He's just he got just so much more knowledge. Yeah. And he's much more eloquent in the way he says stuff. Yeah. And so I think his point, though, I mean, we, we both met on the same thing. Like, you can do a one-step. You can do a two-step. You don't really need to do more than that. No. Nah. And if you're doing more than that, you should get paid a lot. And that's sort of we vibed on, on that. I thought that was really cool. I was very just overall impressed. Like I said, you've – You've seen him, or you've. you've well, I serve on the board too with him with the IDA, so we are some of the same board. So I, I know him very well. Like he's not just an incredible trainer. Like this guy's getting chapters in the IDA and in other countries. Like, I mean, he's he's a mover and the shaker. There's I don't yeah he's constantly doing stuff for the IDA, uh, for Rupes. Like he's 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 the real deal. So you know what um, what do you think of when? When you, when you when you look at Rupes and you look at what they're doing, they have definitely. I mean, we've never sold them. They, we're kind of always more of a different than than them. I think maybe because we just never started using their tools, and my competitors use their tools, and so we were using Flex for a while until we came out with Max a jeweler. But I didn't. I mean, what's your take on their system? I mean, they even had. The Dude. product that met the like, okay, so and it was like, wow, like I, that's you can, you can go both ways with it. I, like, wow, that's really amazing that 
you have configured a pad to match with a tool to match with a product, mm-hmm. well, that's pretty interesting. And right. you could go the other way, like, there's no way that you necessarily have to use that product with that tool. Like, but why can't you use this when tool they have with that, like, 30 freaking plus, like, I mean, they make everything themselves, even down to their motors. Like, they've got a, a massive team, I believe, of developers, maybe. I don't I, no, I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying so, it goes both. Like, you could look. I think we've always looked at it the other way. Like, just because you got the tool, you don't necessarily have to use that well, yeah, product. Yeah, he said the same thing. He goes, I'm sure you can use this tool and make other things work, but we've literally developed yeah. these things to make this. Pr- and, and, you, I mean, honestly, you, you wonder. You're like, okay, do I drink the Kool-Aid and try it? Or is what I'm using? Because, I mean, you've got a great system down with, with some stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that's been working amazing with machine compound you know pad whatever yeah and i wasn't going there with no, it. No, no. it was i know i'm just saying but it's like but you're going back you're going in the fact of like in the sense of uh is it does it really i mean mm-hmm. do you really need to use this machine this pad this product because we've seen as details all our lives like you can mix up anything and make shit work right, right. so I and at some oh that's what it was there's one thing i really clicked on him with was he even said um you can make a list of every car that comes through your shop, uh-huh. and you could say that you use this pad and this product, and you did this. And he said you might get the exact same car that came in the next week, and you don't never know what had happened to that car. It might have been repainted, or just the factory the way they do it. Your whole writing down every single thing could be blown out the window because that car is going to be different. You could, you know, let's just say you had since we had a Prius and we got a second Prius in, you could have three, four different Priuses, and they all might have different types of clear coat mm-hmm. hardness or something, you know, and different. Yeah. I thought that was cool because he didn't just stay with, you have to use a system and do it this way on this car. Like, he's very open to creativity in a sense. But the system has badass. I mean, you can't deny that. Their system is pretty cool. So, I don't know. So, we met uh, quite a few guys there, too, which was not just Jason. I mean... Uh, we had probably, I think, 24 different detailers, I think, that were there. There was a lot, yeah. And uh, we met some really cool guys. And uh, who are some of the ones that stand out for you? Um, so there was two guys. So Sergio uh, was definitely awesome. Me and Sergio talked, like, midway through the class. For a while. For a good while. Because I, mean. I was one time you guys made some ruckus over in the room. Yeah. And like you laughed out loud. Very <laughs> Jason had to stop what he was doing and he looked up and I think the whole class turned We're all back in his class room. We're back there yeah. just talking. I mean, we're just talking business. You know when you get flowing, it's just like, you know, it is what, because I think he had his son there more for, uh, for training versus himself. So we were just kind of in the back talking and so forth. But Sergio was cool. So Sergio had come out to... His uh, IG is Dad's it's Denver Auto Detailing No, no, no. It's Dad's underscore 2012. Okay, but I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I said I'm Instagram, sorry. but his business. Okay, sorry. You're right. That's yeah. his Instagram. Yes. His business is Dad's Denver Auto Detailing Specialist. And he had come out a couple years ago to get training, and then I haven't seen him for a couple years. So <laughs> it was cool when it was like, hey, man. He's like, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. He's been, cool. It's been a little while. Yeah. And uh, he's grown quite a bit, and it's cool to see. We talked about the way not only just we've grown and he's grown, but just the way the industry's grown over the past couple of years is, yeah. is crazy. But he came out with us uh, Friday night. Him and his wife came out, him yeah. Him and his wife. 
that I took shots of tequila with. You probably, took shots with probably him? Probably was not a good idea. No, I think, I think you were hurting more on <laughs> Saturday morning. Saturday morning was, was a yeah. little rough. Uh, but we went to High Spirits, uh, which is just a always must stop in Denver. Whenever we go, I think you and I randomly ran in there one time on accident. We were just touring breweries, and we just happened to, happened to stop in. Yeah. And now every time I go to Denver, I always go back to High Spirits Distillery. Yeah, there's a story about the first time, though. I don't know why you like going back there after what happened the first time. Um, That's probably why, isn't it? Low-key? Interesting. Moving on. Was it? I thought that was. I'm the one that got hit on that time? No, we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. People thought we were a freaking couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Absolutely not. But then Cody, when we went back, Uh that happened again when Cody and I were there. That's crazy. Uh, But this time. It did not happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite happened. So. Actually, we were talking to Sergio and his wife, and we are just like, here's what happened last time we were here. Mexico. They were like, you guys don't put off a gay vibe at all. I was like, yes, because like, for some reason, anytime we're out of town. Anyways. You know. You didn't you didn't want to give a high five, you know. It is what it is. Dude, I walked in and immediately <laughs> this guy was like, high five, and I was like, absolutely not. Like <laughs> We're not initiating shit right now, bro. Like, <laughs> I am happily married you know, to my wife. Because <laughs> you were both wearing white shirts. So he was like, high five on the white oh, shirts. Oh, he had a white V-neck on too, yeah, didn't he? Of course That's, he had a V-neck on. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, Sergio came out with us that night. That was a lot of fun. I did. I, I bought. But they have all, they they distill all their own liquor. So, and it's phenomenal. I bought a bottle last time, but I didn't buy a bottle this time. Um, they've got really good, really good, not only bourbon, but, I mean, their tequila was wonderful. And they had, they had an almond tequila that that's what I specifically wanted. Almond? Almond. And you Almond? Almond. Are you praying almond? Like almond. No, almond. <laughs> almond. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. Yeah, almond. All right, cool. <laughs> Anyway, you could ta- you could literally taste a little bit of that woody yeah. almond. Almond. You taste the wood, didn't <laughs> With you? Within just a good smooth tequila is, is wonderful. I had a couple shots. It sounds delightful. Yeah, it was. Anyway, um, yeah, Sergio is awesome. So it definitely was good to see him. Uh, I love – so the couple one, – one dude that really stuck out to me that we chatted quite a bit is Eli. He works out at Audi in Denver. Um Totally going to blow up their department, bring in the coatings. I think one of the things that was really interesting about the training is how many dealership guys were there. Yeah, there was a lot. There was. Yeah, there was, a. I mean, probably half, maybe a little bit more, maybe. It was It was really interesting. Yeah, definitely 50 for sure. We have said once dealerships started getting involved, detailers that are, well, it doesn't matter if you're a shop, mobile, or whatever, you, like, you got to start being concerned because once then the sealant companies trans trans go, you know, will transform whatever. And they start carrying a coating. So what happened here at a local store that we started selling a lot of coatings out of their sealant company goes, Oh, okay. And they just went and bought a random ceramic that is right. It is what it is, but they can say that they put on a ceramic coating and we got out the door 
They're doing it now, and then everybody that gets a Mercedes, a Porsche, whatever, those high-end cars that come out of that dealership, a lot of detailers used to be able to then sell to those customers, hey, we can do a ceramic. They said, well, we already bought a ceramic coating, and it already has a warranty with it. Yeah, so if you weren't if you were educating your client base before that 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 wave hit, I mean you got to be educating them now because have to you have to because honestly like we're we're safe-ish because we have such a big DAT client base of we've done ceramic for and stuff so they'll they'll, they'll not bring their car they'll they'll opt out of the coating at the dealership and some have seen it fail you know obviously but some actually care and look at their paint most don't obviously but but you know. Yeah, you definitely have to start educating your client base now that you offer that and why. You and it's not you're not going to be able to just say, oh, well, that stuff's crap. No, that's the stupidest way to go about it. But with sealants, that's generally the way we kind of go about it even now. It's like, yeah, okay, it's okay, like, okay, you're right, you're right, you're like, right, good okay, point. Okay, but that's a sealant, uh-huh. right? I mean, it's crap, like, it's not going to last, you know, coating the technology, and there's an actual yeah. marketing around that. Once... And it doesn't literally doesn't matter what coating that is. All the customer's gonna know is no, at the dealership they put a they ceramic put a, coating it's on. It's the same thing with, with sealants. No, I don't need a wax. My the dealership did it when I I'm like, no, it, your vehicle the the water is laying flat on top of the surface right now and the, you visually do not have any protection. Yeah. They don't care. Right, but I'm, my point is that sale's already gone. Yeah, yeah. I you're gotcha. not gonna be able to sell you're them. Not, you're, yeah, absolutely. And so, so really need to start thinking and I don't think that's next month. It might not even be next year because sealant companies are still sticking their head in the ground and not really paying attention. But once they do, once those sealant companies that are selling through the dealerships bring in, man, that, the game is going to change. Mm-hmm. It really is. We already have car washes that are starting to offer ceramic coatings through their car wash because Simon Eyes puts a big banner up oh. that says ceramic infused or i think it might even say ceramic coating i did a thing when i was at the car wash show so we've said that over and over first of all if you're not doing a coating now you have to get on board you have to start oh, you're doing something. literally going to miss out on ah, everything everything i mean like, yeah i that, that's i can i can say that confidently like you're going to miss out on everything yeah you're and just a, yeah, i mean honestly you just you're just there to wash the car i guess yeah. you clean the interior yeah. but the big money stuff you're you're out Gone. You're done. So you're not doing it now. You're in trouble. If you are doing it now, you, you need to really up. ramp it up. Beef it up, like, for sure. You don't have – that window is closing, and it's closing fast. Yep. So we even – one of our other distributors said today he landed another dealership selling our coatings to the dealership. So, you, like <laughs> – There's no way where you got to get – You've got to. you, you got to do it. you, yeah. you, you got to get going. So um, I thought that was cool. Eli was there. He's going to really rock and roll over at uh, – Audi, and then uh, so <laughs> speaking of dealerships, so this guy walks up to us, and we're fresh in. We're just we pulled in the car. We're pulling out stuff out of the bag. We had those bags. We gave everybody a hyper clean bag so yeah. that they didn't have to, you know, keep using plastic bags at the grocery store. They can just use a a bag and take it in, and helping that way too to reduce plastics. And we were filling those bags. We gave them all pint glasses. Um, so everybody got a pints and polishing podcast pint glass, and uh, this guy named Carl comes over. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were filling the bags. I got you, got you, got you. And hey, so I think you know my brother. Like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm f- I'm from Tulsa, and um, like, oh, okay. And he goes, well, there's a little bit of backstory on that too. He goes, so 
I just opened up a detail shop and I started detailing. But, you know, I, my dad used to always like to clean his cars. And I had this buddy that his granddad always had his cars always clean and always nice and always look good. And his name was Mike Case. <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, what? Like, that's freaking badass. Like, that's my customer. He's been our customer since 2003. That's a long time. That's a long time. Actually, I got a text from him today. We got to go clean a couple cars. Uh, we're going to do it on Friday. Like, nice. Yeah, so it was just like, that's a small world. And I'm like, wait, so who's your brother? And he goes, oh, Logan Farmer. And I just start dying laughing, rolling, because Logan will be your – I mean, and I don't think he'd even be uh, upset that I would say it, would even deny it. He would be your atypical – don't give a fuck detailer at a dealership. <laughs> I mean, there's some that there that do like they do care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's plenty that do. For sure. Logan was I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you got to think Logan's. I mean, he's at least 300. I mean, he's a big boy. Might even be more. I mean, he's a big old boy. And multiple times, what uh, uh, I th I just remember one time. That's so why I told him the story that when we first went into that dealership, we had to change a lot because the the former uh, supplier just you know they were just dumping off a lot of shit and just the way it goes and not really any processes or anything going on back there so anyway logan would literally sleep in the trunks of cars <laughs> i heard this throughout about died i'm like you gotta be kidding me the owner of the dealership comes in and finds him asleep inside the back of a car but the stories of he would go do lot wash they would just go and smoke and just get freaking blitzed and go lot wash cars and like i mean it was your atypical party boy at a dealership cleaning. Dude, cars. Logan's a lot of fun to party with. Logan is a lot of fun to party with. Yeah, he still comes over to barbecue and brews. Oh, and I'm back yeah. in when I was working at the car wash. Is when I met Logan. We partied oh, a lot that's back. True. That's when I used to party with Logan back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yep. Because you knew him from. I knew him from Zuds. Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan Meese. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Meese. And Logan would come up just to hang out. Just to hang out at the car wash. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, might as well put on a shirt, bro. Right? Yeah. He never once asked for a job. Really? No. Really? He just always wanted to come hang out. Interesting. Yeah. We gave him a lot of free washes. Maybe that's why. Probably so. Maybe that's why. So there was one other dude that uh, when when we started talking, I had to take a picture with him and send it to my daughters because he's wearing a Star Wars shirt. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah. We're a big Star Wars guy. Or family or whatever. So Christian was his name. Yeah, I think Christian. You, you vibed with him a bit, too. We did. We talked business quite a bit. What did you all talk about? Uh, pricing. Yeah, we get asked a lot about, you know, pricing questions and so forth. So he had a good question and we just I just kind of laid out my philosophy on the my basic philosophy on, on pricing, which we'll go into. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's talk about this beer. It's so good. You got which really love. Yeah. The Boulevard Jam Band Berry L. It's blueberry, raspberry and cherry and you taste all of them. Definitely the raspberry. I taste berry. Yeah, just in, just, a, just, uh, just just a berry. Just yeah, berry, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm right. Fuck yeah, I'm right. Go for number two. Uh, but I mean, this is a crushable. Definitely a crushable beer, nonstop. Yep. Should have got a six summer pack. find. Oh, what'd you get? A uh, twelve pack. I mean, I should have got twelve pack. Oh, you got a six pack. I got a six pack. I got a six pack too. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. 
Look how beautiful that is. It's going to take years to find that one. Mm-hmm. Got to stay in the gym, though. Hey, why have a six-pack when you can have a kick? Because six-pack is better. <laughs> I don't like sweets. <laughs> What's that have to do with cake? You said cake. cake. I don't like sweets. No. Why have a six-pack when you can have a keg? Oh, a keg. Yeah. It's like the almond thing. You said almond. It's <laughs> keg, not cake. Keg. 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 Speaking of kegs. Keg. We got to get our pint night finalized for Mobile Tech Vegas. Yeah, that's coming up. That's coming up pretty quick. We're it's only a couple months now. And that'll sneak up real quick sneak after the summer. Sneak up real fast. Real fast. Uh, we think we have a line on a brewery that's going to do some discount on kegs. Um, so, don't know. We're working it. We're working it. Yeah. Maybe one day. No, it, it'll be one day soon because it's coming up soon. Um, and we are going to be discussing again uh, what we did at Mobile Tech um, Vegas. I mean, Mobile Tech uh, Orlando. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Sheldon's doing a great job. Uh, you guys have heard Sheldon pipe in. Uh, he does a little spiel for Mobile Tech. And I mean, we're going to be there. Mobile. Mobile Tech is great to work with. Uh, we love Sheldon, and he's he he got us a good deal on some kegs. So thank you, Sheldon. Now we just got to get the uh, location, or um, you know, we talked about doing it there at the hotel. But so it's coming up soon. So anybody that's going to Mobile Tech Vegas, we're gonna do a pint night. So please hit us up. Let us know you're coming. We'll you know we'll do the sign up and all that stuff here. You know, probably in a m- couple months, but. Put that on your radar. We're yeah. going to have some cakes. We're going to have some cake. Oh, yeah. No. You're going to have cake? No, I don't like sweets. Oh, I'm going to have cakes. You're going to have cakes? You shouldn't have cakes. Cakes or cakes? You, you want a cake or no, cake? No, I want a cake. No. You want a cake or cake? Yep. 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 Okay. All right. All right. So we wanted to talk uh, on this episode some of the guys that we met there and then just different guys that DM and chat back and forth with us. Some of the questions or just overall ideas that guys are asking questions about and the things that are that they need help with or they're just concerned about, right? So we're not going to go through every single one, but we thought we'd throw out a couple each and kind of sure. go over some different things that uh, – that Maybe just questions in the industry or questions guys are having. So what what's one of the first things, which you already mentioned a second ago? Um, How to charge? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this question gets asked all the time. It's like, hey, they'll send a picture. How do I, how much I charge for this? I've got this new account. How much I charge for this and this and that? I'm like, you're asking the wrong person because I've got my own my own expenses. I've got, you know, my own, you know, company over here. So it it's my my expenses vary against yours. My model varies against yours. My you know, my profit goals are different than yours. So I tell everyone just a just a, a just a basic way of, 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 of pricing, which is my philosophy, is you lay out what's up. You're looking like something. I'm looking like why would somebody ask somebody else what to charge? I don't know, but I get I get asked all the time. Yeah, and we I do yeah. But 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 this is the first time I've thought about. I I I, I used literally to do just it start though. answering the question, and this is the first time I was like, <clears throat> why would you ask somebody what to charge? Yeah, 
Is it because you see these major ticket items or you see these guys and you you people that you follow or people on Instagram that are doing this and this and they got these big shops or they got this like and they're charging two grand or they're charging all this. Is that why you think? Do you think that there's a little bit of that? Like, yeah. How do I get to the, like? Because I, I, in my early, early days, <laughs> when I first started out, I was the same person. I was asking, hey, what do I charge for this? What do I charge for that? What do I charge for this? And now that I'm established and I understand pricing and numbers and stuff, I'm like, it's not an annoying question because I, I, I was that person before, but it's more like, man. But I, I understand now. I get how to price. Okay. So I just sorry. Yeah, it was just a thought that was running through my head. No, you pulled a Gary V and cut me off. I did not. I did not interrupt you. You stopped and said what's because up. your face was all over. Like, all but right, I go ahead, go ahead and spit it out, I man. I didn't go interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, my basic philosophy on pricing, and this could work for for you know, I guess anybody. If if you don't know how you price, it's pretty much add up all your expenses, your business expenses, your personal expenses. And that's your that's your that's your break even. That's what you need to make per month in order to make your bare expenses. Just the break even. Nothing more than that. So you want to put in everything. If you eat out and that's what you do on a daily basis or whatever, put that in your budget as well. I mean, everything that you spend money on, and you can go back to your bank statements or whatever, but you lay all that out, right? And then that's your overhead. So now you know you know I need to make, you know, ten grand a month in order to make my expenses. Well, you wanna have a profit which let's just call it 30%. So what's that? 3,000 on top of 10,000 is 30%, maybe? 10%, yeah. So so 13,000 will make you money, and every single month you'll make a profit of 3,000 if that's what your goal is. So you're actually progressing in business. So now you know, okay, I need to make 10 grand. Let's divide that out into four weeks. What's that? $2,500 a week? Yeah. So then you need to know, okay, for every single day I need to make X amount. So now you need it, now you know how you can price your days out. So if it's five hundred bucks a day, well, if you're doing two details, you're wanting to have a model of you doing full details at two fifty a piece. So you can do two a day at four hours a piece, two fifty, five hundred, and there's your number. So now you know how to price now you have a more gauge on how you should price. Now there's ways to break it down much, much deeper than that. Like there's we have it down to the minute, you know, in our company, but it's not realistic sometimes, but we know if we wanted to price by the minute, we know what we need to make per minute down to the cent. Um, but that's definitely, I mean, if you don't know that and you're just like throwing out jobs like I used to do back when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, it's like, yeah, I'll do it for 150 bucks. Yeah, 200, uh, 50 bucks here, 75 here. Like if there's no, you're not going to grow like at all. But if it's just something you do for a hobby or a side gig or just to be comfortable, yeah, you can do that. It's not sustainable. You can't maximize your, your, your revenue, but... You, you can do it, but when you start hiring an employee or a team member, excuse me, when you start, I, I say employee, because everyone says employees. When you start hiring your first team member or you need to put some money in the market, like. Oh, we forgot to talk about because that came up at. What's uh, that? We went to Auto Wash and we recorded an episode there that we got to air. Yeah, we do. But we talked about that there. That was a great episode. Oh, man. At Auto Wash was really great. It was so good. So good. Uh, no, that was a Gary V. Sorry, go ahead. That was a Gary V. But no, just, if you just do that, it just. Doing that exercise, laying out all your expenses, personal, business, everything down to, I mean, like I said, eating out. Like if you, if you, if you're a beer drinker and you buy a six pack every couple days, put that in, like, then you know your true overhead costs, you know, what you need to make per month to make ends to break even. And then you tack on, I say 30% on top of that. 
and that's how once you do that exercise you'll start you'll you'll start diving in deeper and figuring out things and, you, and you'll start really moving your brain will get working and, and then you'll be like okay i'm telling you do that basic exercise and it'll it'll help you tremendously when it comes to pricing yeah no that's cool i mean i, I love it that you put an actual percentage on it and you have it really fine-tuned out like that because you know me i'm not <laughs> i when i tell people they ask me what well, how to price i say well i don't know i mean how much you want to make an hour do you want to make 20 bucks an hour or do you want to make 100 bucks now you know i don't know what do you want to make an hour and then just how long will it take you to do package a package b package c package d you know however many packages you do, how many how many hours does it take you so if it takes you three hours to do xyz you know and you want to make 50 bucks an hour yeah charge 150 bucks and that's a good philosophy for like the, the guys that are just doing it by themselves maybe i mean honestly right that's what i'm saying i mean that's really cool the way you did it yeah. because I didn't think like that. Gotcha. I only just think of how much money per hour. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, I guess because of we're in dealerships, they're flag hour, we're you know small shops, mm -hmm. and you know that's just. So I'm just I was I was oh, okay. golf clapping you saying nice. that was really cool the way you think like that. I didn't think that that way. I think differently. That's that's why we're a good team, are you? Yeah. Go team. Go High team. five. Yep. Oh hey! no! Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not wearing a V-neck. No, but you are. <laughs> but it's black, though. It's black. That's different. <laughs> no high five? No. Yeah. Um, so definitely, I mean, how to charge is a, is a big question. And I, I think you also got to look at your market, right? Because you, you might have major expenses. You might want to make 30%, or maybe you're saying you want to make 100 bucks an hour. But you're in Shoto, or you're in yeah, you know what you know suburbs of some small town. In Not Idaho. everyone's Darren. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, like okay, well Chandler, <laughs> that, like I'm with just Darren, kidding. like either he, way, he's killing it though. He is killing mm -hmm. it, um, and they keep raising their price. Um, I'm just saying, like you could be in a place that you just can't get the money that you can in another place, so. I then also say, well, look at your market. We're like, what will people pay? Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to start out at a lower price. And if you get busy, hey, time to raise prices. If your prices are way up high and you don't think they're high, but you don't have many cars coming in, might want to lower your price. Mm, nope, never want to do that. But yeah. nope, never want to lower you your price. If you don't have cars coming in, you don't want to lower your price. Uh, you're gonna have to. That sucks. I mean, you're kind of on a. The, you at that point, you're definitely devaluing your company. Or you're just changing the model and you're becoming a little bit more production. If that's if you stick to it, but you can't fluctuate. I get it, but th I wouldn't say you're devaluing the company. I think you're just. I said okay. I'm sorry. So I think you're just rolling with. If the you stream. got guys that are doing like. 50% off this week this week only. That's devaluing your company. Yeah, no. I don't say do the discounts. I say change your prices. That's fine. Yeah. If yeah. you're changing your Just prices and changing your, your model, sure. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think you want to be a, a percent off all the time. No one ever paid full price. Never. Never. Yeah. Um, uh, a question we get asked quite a bit besides pricing, it, which actually which we did a small little mini episode. Uh because Evan uh, from Bees uh, gave me a shout. Um, he was wanting to take the jump from uh, where he was working. Uh, we you also said Evan? had mm -hmm. 
Evan? Yeah. Poop. Bees. Yeah, bees. Bees, bees nuts. <laughs> Not D's, bees. <laughs> bees auto detailing. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but uh, we also had, like, at the uh, at the training class, Alfredo and a couple other guys are at dealerships, or there's guys here at dealerships and different places that have reached out that, you know, how do I how do I do it? Like, how do I go do my own thing? Or I'm doing it on the side, but how do I go full time? And that little mini episode with Evan, I didn't really get to record it, but I recorded my thoughts afterwards. And what kind of came out of that was similar to what, what you were saying is, what's your minimum expenses? Mm-hmm. Like, what does it take for you to live every month to just break even? 2000 4000 6000 you know, depends on how many families, depends on where you live, depends on what your rent or mortgage, you know, whatever. Line out how much would it take you to make, or t- how much would it take, how much money would it take for you to just exist, right? We're not talking about getting rich. We're not talking about even setting any money back, maybe just a little for the rainy days, but just to exist every month, how much would it take? And then how much do you, you know, how does it take to get there? So if you're working for a place, let's say you need $3,000 a month to live and you're working right now and making four to four to five or whatever, you're, you're, you're making money, mm-hmm. right? But you're working someplace. You want to go out on your own. Could you go part-time, make $2,000 a month working there, and if you are already doing a couple cars here and there a month and you're already making about $1,000 a month off of detailing or 500 you know, whatever – if you s- pulled back your hours at the location you're working at and that freed you into time to work on your own business, could you then use that time to really ramp up? And let's say you were making 2000 here and you were making three uh, or one, that makes three, you're break even and that's all you needed? You're good to go. Jump. Like, don't even think. Just jump because you know that your expenses, you can live as a human being and you're in the USA, which is the best place to live. America. America. Like, fucking take the jump. Because that extra time that you're going to have in your business, I guarantee you that 1000 will double. It might even triple or quadruple. So that's a question that I get asked. And maybe because I took the jump. You know, mm-hmm. maybe because when I was working and I started cleaning cars and I just, I was like, I'm done. And literally just put in my notice and bounced uh, i mean i did my two weeks but but straight bounced and went out and i didn't think of it that way i mean i was young i was 24 like i'm trying to think if you would do your two weeks but uh, yeah i could see you doing your two weeks i did yeah i could see that yeah i did my two weeks some people don't and it's like when i hire people i'm like you don't want to ask really but you do because you need them to start immediately but you're like man did you do your two weeks because if not because i know when it comes time to you leaving here yeah yeah no, I, d- I did my two weeks. I don't think they made me work the full two weeks. Well, no. Well, no one does. Well, I at least put in my notice. That's good. Oh. Um, so that's that's the way I answer that question. What about you? Do you ever answer that question or not? I don't know, man. You don't know about taking the jump, when to take it, how to take it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that the way you put it was great. I don't I don't know when to take I mean, I took you, – you have it well more, more well thought out than I would have. I – I'm just like, just freaking do it. Like, that's what I did. I didn't line out back in, when I was 19, 18 years old. I didn't. Well, you did line it out with me. Well, yeah, we lined it out together. Yeah, you definitely helped with that quite a bit. 
but I, you know, I was young. I don't know. Just did it. Like yeah. I felt secure because you're like, hey man, you do this. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Let's I'm do like this. We then. can get this account. We can get these guys. Like yeah. Like so. Yeah. I had a mentor. Hey. Good for you. And now. No, no man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's kind of shady. No, not at all. What? <laughs> uh, all right. So another question we get asked is how to detail. Oh, so this kind of came out when Jason Rose was talking, and he was going through the different steps of correction. And a guy asked, well, how far do you go? I mean, do you, do you do paint correction on every car? Or, you know, should I do paint correction on every car? Or how much paint correction should I do? And I personally, and I think because of the way we started, because the company we were doing coatings with told us we had to do full corrections. Dude, those are some late-ass nights, man. Brutal. I'm talking 3, 4 a.m. Mm, and I had to get up the next morning. You get it, got up at 11. I got up at 6. Yeah, I said, and you got up the next morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that, but <laughs> yeah. And then we got to get up the next morning, like no, 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 no. And then got up the next morning. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, eleven fifty nine a.m. is Marty's getting up. <laughs> and uh, and we we just I think we finally hit a a wall on that when a couple reasons. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't have many customers coming in asking for a full correction and four layers of a coating. No. Like, that was a tough sale. It was a very tough sale. Um, I got laughed at a few times. Yeah. Now, once again, we get it. If if you're in a... Hey, what's your model? Like, yeah. That's what you want your model to be? Freaking go go for it. That's all you, man. Yeah. It's really tough. I think we mentioned Shine Doctor. And, but he's in a good market. He's in a very good market. And he does incredible work. And he started out of his own garage. Yeah, he had zero rent. Yeah, right. I hey, mean, just that's his, his wife. I think is even a, is it a nurse or a I doctor? Don't, or I don't something. know him that well, like but medical. Okay, so he had the like medical availability. Medical? Back yeah. on Denver again? No, 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 oh, not okay. that kind of. Thing. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No. Like, like had to go get a. She went to school. Yeah, she went to school. School. Gotcha. Um, and started out of his garage. So, if you're doing like. Might as well. Yeah, why like, not? You had a car for a week. You make, I don't know, let's just call it, let's just say three grand. I don't know what he's charging, but. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm, pff, I'm done. That's yeah. I mean, I got all week. I'm going inside, watching TV real mm-hmm. quick, like, take a nap, come back out, awesome. work around some more. No, I'm sure he did more. Like, I'm j- I know. Right, I'm we don't saying. know how he, but. Not even close to how he But if you can start in that way, and then now he does. He's got a very nice facility, but. You look at his facility and you look at some of the other facilities that, like, their lighting is extravagant. Mm-hmm. They've got these Well, the roof, the roof like facility, man, the lighting he had, the remote control, for Jason. Well, so there's the guys that have done that. Yeah. They've built these amazing – and they are. They really They're are amazing. Phenom- I'm like, how did They're you – phenomenal. Who, 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 how did you do this? I wish we could do that here. But do you? <laughs> not necessarily. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I don't. Really, do I don't you? have the – Because I don't think that would – I don't – like we look at the high end shops here, they still aren't that. Not like that, no they way. They aren't. I mean, we don't have any that go that far out because our market doesn't allow it. Yeah, one of we the really. Can, there's no way that we can spend that kind here. of money. One of the few high end shops here is like almost 
equivalent to our wash bay, but massive. Yeah. Literally. Like the quality of the floor. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, you could not build that kind of shop no. and sustain it. No. Unless you have, unless you're well, a. It's not a, unless. No, no, no. Yeah. Unless you're a trust fund baby and you just have the money to blow. Yes, you can. Okay. But you're just pretty much saying, like, you're just doing this. You're just like. You so know. I said sustain it. Like okay. You would always Not have by it. itself. You're going to. Yes. Ha- if you have the excess cash and your grandpa or mom or dad, like, heck yeah, why not? Ball out, bro. That's what you want to do. It's a freaking mm-hmm. passion they're pouring into you. Go right ahead, man. I'm not hating at all. I mean, I'm kind of, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. Th- what's cool about Steve is he's not that way. Like, he's got now a really good place and a good facility, but he didn't go spend crazy dollars on lighting and crazy dollars on the way everything was designed and all that. So. There are shops that did, which good for them. Like, I think it's awesome that way detailers can have these amazing facilities now. It really is. That you detail and clean cars and you can have these incredibly amazing shops. But here, we just, there's no way that we can do it. And the majority of detailers that are out there, I would say 90% even of the detail, if not even further, there's just we, we can't do that kind of no, shop, man. And so, like some guys, like um, what's the uh, image uh, from uh, we Black Mot- Motorsports? I'm going blank right now. The first guy we showed up at, this first shop we showed up at. Yeah, Black he, Black Mountain. He's got an incredible shop because he's smart. He subleased a detail shop in an office from a super high end. Like Janet Cosmetology. Yeah. Beautiful and, shop, and, and but it was from the right. motorsports that put it on. But you're paying an X amount of dollars and your brand looks amazing and mm-hmm. incredible because you got cars everywhere around you, man. It's freaking that's an that's, that's a way to go about it. People looking to to look to, to look high skit high end, but also have lower, you know, overhead. That's a way to do it. Find some 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 shops that are super high end and show your skills and rent the space for cheaper than it'd be if you <laughs> to have it yourself. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I think the question derives of how how do you always do paint correction? How do you how do you handle paint correction? You know, and and the way kind of our response has been is well, you should do what your customer is going to pay you for. And I think the story comes back to that. We used to spend so much time on these cars, and the customers would oh you know it looks good. You're like uh. You got laid-ups up last night? Yeah, like it lo- looks good, me? yeah. Or some would even just, oh, take, man, it looks great. Take the keys and take run. Take the keys and go. Like, Oh, yeah. Not even not even look at it. And we really started questioning, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, Wait, you could have been at your family yep. hanging out. You could have slept in your bed. You might even got some. I would have got some. <laughs> you might have even got some. A lot of nights I missed out on getting some for a client that just grabbed the keys and ran away. Right? Stupid. And I could have been at home in bed. You know, with Getting Rosie, some. you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. You and Rosie. But we started really questioning. What, like, what are we doing this for? Yeah. And so we started changing our model, and we no longer detail for ourselves. We detail for our customers. That's it. Like, what do you see in your paint? What are you wanting done? What's your budget? Okay, here's some packages. Here's how we do it. You know. And Jason answered it very similar, which I was like, hell yeah, Jason, that's awesome. <laughs> like, because he could have been like, no, you got to use this product and you got to do three steps. Gotcha, and you, like, gotcha, he gotcha. could have. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could have been that guy. Yep. But he wasn't. Nope. He said, 
You could literally do one pass or one step on majority of your cars. Yep. <laughs> and he even said, too, like we said, we have trained eyes. Customers don't have trained eyes. So why would you want to force something on them that they don't even see? Well, because we know it's there. But they don't, like. It's a car. They want it shiny and protected. They want it shiny and they want it protected. That's it. Literally, at bottom of the end of the day, if they care about their paint, they want it shiny and protected. Most majority of car owners. Yeah. Now, of course, there's definitely a huge market out there of people that want every single defect out of the paint, but they got to pay for it. Got to pay for it. And that's majority of not not detailers' clientele. No, I don't want that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't that. want that either. I don't have much brain pass. I have much anxiety every day to make sure, oh, did I get that tiny little scratch out of this little And I need this tool to get this and little, this like light and these lightings. And this set, like uh, no. Uh-uh. I don't want to bust out the nano from Roops every time I got to get a little. And he could have said that. Absolutely could have said it. Yeah. And people would have ate it up mm-hmm. all day long. But. Kudos, to Jason. Kudos to community of Jason. I was wondering when you said that word. I was trying to fit it in on the podcast. <laughs> the but community there was never, of Jason. There was never a way to say it, but I appreciate you, uh, you, you doing that. Is was you know no you do what your customer expects and that creates hard at first better customer service. And, and if you think like well you know that's not my integrity like I I should tell like you can educate them that hey this could be you know I, there there's some things here it could be better but. So you have, like, as we started that process, uh-huh. right, it was hard for you. Oh, I'm talking, like, it, it, when I... This s- was a couple years ago oh, when yeah. it clicked, and we were like, okay, a fuck this, years, we're not guys, doing I've been it. Like, for, I've been doing this for 14, 15, like, yeah, a couple years ago, I'm like, I'm doing way too much. Mm-hmm. And then when we, we made the transition right, I'm mm-hmm. like, this car has crap all over it. Like, I'm about to coat this right now. I came and grabbed you one day. I was like, dude. That's where I was going to go. Look I was going to let car. you yeah. Look at this car. I, he goes, what they pay for? Well, this. Okay, what they expect? Well, this. So what are you talking about right now? I, I, I don't know, man. It's just You it's literally just, wanted to do it, it for free. It doesn't feel right. You wanted to spend your I time, your did. product, yep, and everything. Absolutely. You, but your time is the most important aspect. Like, and you were willing to trade your I, yep, own time I sure was. for free. For free. And what I do? I go to the vehicle. So you... Did what the customer? I did, and the customer was blown away. Blown away. Loved it. I've, I've coded many vehicles of his since then. Like, and it's just like, okay, that, all right. Okay, yeah, we're not, this is, this. this and is. I think you even made the statement before, you no longer started working for your own pride. Yeah, no, no, or yeah. Or your own self. Like, so that's, uh, you're working for your customer. Absolutely, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no longer pride in it. I'm not working for to show off on the gram or get this scratch out or, or push myself to the limit on the paint just to get no the client wants this for 250 you mentioned the gram do you think that's why a lot of guys do it it's just gram. so that they can have video and have show oh, photos bro, and all duh. that heck yeah i'm just asking I'm yeah do it for the gram. i'm just do asking for, do, for the, do for the gram hashtag do it for the gram do for the gram um which is fine is it we it is it is fine if you want to show off your work i do think that i think it's fine to show off your work as long as you're posting it to your business page first and educating them on what you did, how you did it, why you did it, and then repurpose. There you go. Cheers. That's community. I can't cheers. There's, it's empty. It is. These are crushables, man. Uh, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Super, like, super easy to drink. This is definitely a <laughs> like summer beer. <laughs> and it's not too, I think it's like 5.9. 5, 5%. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good 6% beer. Like yeah. three is going to be fine. It's my jam. 
It is your jam, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think that's a big topic around the industry right now. I think a lot of it, which I said at the training, I think a lot of the roots of that question come from the early ceramic coating companies that came into the market. As ceram- I mean, you just got to understand that ceramics, how different they are than sealants, those ceramic companies had to find the guys that were doing the top-end work first and that were already trying to showcase or that they thought that had potential to showcase because it also looked good for the ceramic companies to have these guys showcasing, right? Got to understand it from both aspects. It was good business for the ceramic companies, the early ones, the first ones that always made you push to do the high-end, very 10, 12, 18. I think we even spent 18 hours one time. Like, like they pushed us to do that because it also made them more money, right? Like, so, anyway, we'll beat a dead horse. Do what your customer pays you and just ask your customer what they see in the paint. Do it for the gram. And and do the the package that they're paying you to do. Good word, Marty. Thanks. Okay, last question kind of a regular question like how to grow like so i've i've gotten a couple of different ones um i know precision auto detail they they reached out he's a young kid he's 18 he's detailing in his parents garage he's like i just graduated and i started cleaning cars end of last year so he's only what six months in nice and he's like hey so i'm getting a, a car a day and I'm doing it out of my parents' garage. When I read that, I was over at my sister's, and I looked over, and I was like, how awesome is that? Like, really? Out of your parents' garage, and you're making, let's just say, he charges 150 bucks a car. So what's that, 750 bucks A week? A week? A week. Times four? Yep. Like, By himself, out of his parents' garage with no overhead. Hot, few bro. chemical expenses. What do you think one of my... Immediate things was save your money. Yep. Because a lot of guys wouldn't. Nope, I didn't. Yeah. So, but his question was, and kudos to him, like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, and his question was, so how do I get more? How do I do, like, so I went through his Instagram. You know, he wasn't doing local hashtags. He didn't, his thing just said, call me didn't have a link or didn't have you know so there's a couple different little things he had to tweak but overall his page was good he didn't have the same exact photo of every like he mixed it up you know he like there was a lot i was like bro that you're you're doing pretty well and Mm -hmm. especially if you're already doing one car a day because i said that i said that to ray earlier and she goes i don't do it one car a day and i go well because you don't really market so the question of how to grow is going to be I think for you, you're going to probably say processes and stuff, right? Having your processes well, yes. right. So go ahead. No, go ahead. No, okay. I, I'm not going and, there yet. And I would say if you want to grow, you got to learn how to market. And if you want to learn how to market, you got to understand that, you, which Gary Vee says, you know, different people have said it. I have now started to really sink it in is that in today's day and age with if we're going to make fun of Instagram or not, but Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, the different platforms that are really have our attention, 
you have to become a marketing company. You have to become a media company. Sorry, not marketing. You have to become a media company before, not really before, but alongside of being a detail company, right? I got to clean cars and I've got to put out good work. Well, that's just one aspect. A whole other aspect is I've got to learn how to get customers. I've got to learn how to market. I've got to learn how to take videos and do different photo angles and describe and talk. And But as videos continue to become bigger, especially on the gram, you've got to learn how to take videos, how to edit videos. The amount of time, like last night, the kids were playing in the pool at my sister's. And my sister was over doing something, and they're like, hey, what are, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care what y'all do. I got a video to edit. And so for an hour hey, and a half. Dad, come swim with me. Yeah. Shut up. I got a video to edit. Is that what you're talking about, man? Come on, dude. Don't put yourself out there on blast like that, dude. They knew I wasn't going to go swimming. <laughs> Why not? They just wanted me to throw them in the pool, which I did, which is fun. I'll, I'll throw them in the pool for a little bit. No, I get it. Like, work, work-life work balance. Yeah. Like, I get it. But my sister was playing on her phone. The she was doing were, it. I'm giving you a No, no, no. Idea. She was literally playing on her phone. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. Scrolling. Playing. The, th- the thumb. Thumb. The, the thumb. The kids were playing in the, like, Everyone's they're entertaining. Their they're doing the, like. I get in trouble a lot because I'm like, I should, like, they're just doing, like, they're not even yeah. thinking about dad right now Not even thinking. Like, I'm fine. Fine. Get off your phone. We're having a family moment. Like, babe, I'm good. Like, yeah. they're good. You're, a, you're having a family moment because I'm working. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason you're having a fucking family moment is because I work. <laughs> That's going to, oh, man. That's a good one. Yeah. Good luck saying that. I will never say that. I'm and, divorced. And she'll never listen to this <laughs> podcast, so she won't even hear that. So we're good. Just don't ever read that in front of her ever at the office. Um, but so you you got to learn, and this is, I think, the first, the first video I edited almost took the same amount of time that it took me to detail my first excursion That's when hilarious. I first started. Like, deta- like, it's a long process, mm-hmm. but... The engine degrees are one that I did, like, shot the video, learned how to angle a little bit better, learned how to, like, still isn't really great. I want to keep going. But then my time was only about an hour. I've crunched it down. I've gotten better. So you've got to spend a lot of time learning how to edit your videos or pay somebody. But, but yeah, if you're in your parents' garage. Dude, figure it out. Like, Do you something. can pay somebody to come in and shoot videos. go back videos. my videos from back, like, back to the eco green videos way back in the day and then start watching the videos like to the day you'll see really shitty ass quality but those videos i made back in the day made me some money yeah. no one cares about the quality and the ish to an extent to an extent for sure but if you put a decent video together exactly. you're going to get a response yeah you're going to get a response and learning how to edit them just makes it a little more creme of the creme it definitely does yeah so, do you want to talk about processes? Is that what you're going to say on how to grow? I was going to say that, but I think yeah. you're right. You have to have the marketing in place first. But, and as I was talking about at the uh, the training course on Friday at Roops, is that after all that's done, you know, you mastered your skill, uh, you're good at what you do, you've got your packages down, you, you market like crazy. Okay, cool. You do that, you do the car, you send it back, now what? You wait on the next one. New lead, new lead. Keep doing it over and over again. How are you retaining that first client and the second client and the third client? How are you retaining them? How are you staying top of mind to them? I have some clients that say, uh, I, um, geez, where are they going to go with that? 
I don't know. Lost it. Anyways. Well, the, the, the illustration you list, you said, which was really good at the training thing, is you said you got a guys out on the field and their program, they know that if the customer says something about. Okay, thanks for coming back. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'll be over here. Yeah, you stay over there. Thank you for tying that back for me real quick. But y- you gotta like you gotta be looking for the next sale for the next what's gonna happen next with that specific client because it's better to you're gonna get more money from clients that are, have already used you. It's gonna cost you less to get money from clients that have already used you versus getting new clients. So, okay, like said I've got I've got guys in the field that we have system and processes in place where they're trained to upsell and everything, whether it's an immediate upsell at the detail itself. Or it's an upsell in the future. So the client's like, yeah, I just really, the carbs are always bad. I just, I can't stay on top of it, blah, 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 blah. So now they're trained to say, okay, here's our fabric guard. Here's what fabric guard does. Here's why you should do it. Here's how often you should use it. Oh, that sounds great. Let's go ahead and apply it now. Okay, great. If we're going to go back into to coatings and corrections, which is where we're at this whole podcast. It's, um, so let's say the detail's done. You've corrected it. You're on your third? Finally. You've corrected it. You're <laughs> you've coded it. Everything's good to go. So now the first question people always ask is, how do I maintain this? Great question. So we built out a series of emails. It's like, how do you protect, how do you maintain your coding moving forward now? And it could be, okay, you get on a monthly membership with us, and we come out once a month, we do a, a, a deep wash, blah, 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 blah. Or it could be you use uh, our green, clean, waterless wash. Um, here's some towels. Or it could be y- y- whatever it is. But you're, you're, you're constantly, they're, get, they're, getting, they're getting emails in regards to how to maintain it. And then every six months, let's just say they did a, uh, a six-month ceramic coating. So you, you, you flag an email to where in six months that client gets an email saying, hey, your six-month six ceramic coating is up. It's time to go ahead and reapply it. What do you want to do? Well, this c- they can get that email at, you know, 4 o'clock on a Sunday in, in you know, June of whatever year. And you, you didn't even have to call them. You didn't think about them. You didn't touch them. You didn't even you didn't even know. And they call you the next it day. It was just automated. It was automated. If you automate everything you do, man, the reoccurring sales are going to tr- – it's, it's literally free money, man. Like I can't – like automation is literally the best thing you can do in your business. It takes a lot of time to write email. It does. But if you write, you know, four email series on everything you do, it's – I mean – it's a game changer, man. Like you can really make some good money, and, and it's just money in your sleep. So that's, I, like it. I mean, I, that's yeah for coding specifically, man. Like that's an easy one. They, they buy a three-year coding. You have an email that goes out every six months, just saying, "Hey, uh, bring your vehicle in for a uh, for a refresher. Uh, we'll do a wash, a light clay, you know, and put a topper on it for you. And you get it in your shop. You refresh the coating. They're happy again because the hydrophobics are back again. Their interior is clean." Uh, they bought another vehicle for their daughter, and they want to coat that one now. Like you got to stay top of mind. So figure out ways to stay top of mind and, and just automate that shit in email marketing. And literally, once that client's out the door, you don't have to think about calling them ever again. They're 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 getting automatically they're they're getting touched by you through automation, and you have no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you touch your clients? I do not touch my clients physically. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I, 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 no, <laughs> automation's the best, man. It really is. It's so cool. <laughs> I don't touch my phone. <laughs> my wife is my client. I'm the left the shit out of that one. I clean her car quite a bit. All the crevices, man. And eat out? Huh? Well, you said earlier you like to eat out. We do like to eat out a lot. Oh, yeah? But put it in your budget so that you can budget it in. No, I'm saying you'd like to eat out. No, no, no. 
we're talking about budgeting and eating no, out. No, you're talking about molesting your wife. Because some people say that some people, <laughs> when you got a budget, you don't think about the little small stuff. you got to put in the eating out. I'm oh, not, yeah? I'm not going to let you run you down. You eat your wife out and put in the small wow, stuff? Wow, no one I'm pretty sure that's what you just said. No, we're talking about you going He put in the small stuff? Too far. I think, <laughs> were we talking about pinkies earlier? Was there a pinky talk earlier that was it? <laughs> Someone admitted to having a pinky size. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Hey, all I know is you said you put the small stuff in your wife. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> beer number three. <laughs> all right, we got to rate this beer. Five. Definitely a five. <laughs> That's good community. That is good community. Man, it's such a good beer. Okay. <laughs> what? I was saying it's such a good beer. Mm-hmm. What do you think I was going to say? Nothing. Go ahead. I was gonna. Uh, the only the only hesitant part is I was gonna say a five during the summer. Like th- this is one hunt. Wait, hunt. How do I? Well, I can't say one hundred. That's too white. I gotta say hunted. Hunted. Oh, so <laughs> during the training with Jason Rose, <laughs> didn't he say 100%? And I looked over at DJ and I go, 100%. And DJ goes, hunted. And Jason looks at him. I was like, uh, inside joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast, I guess. Oh, Jason. Mm, so sad. Uh, but so, I, you know, definitely a five. It's Boulevard, Jam Band, and... Man, we love it. It, it, but only if you like fruity beers. You're fruity. I am. But no, this is definitely a summer beer for sure. Summer like, beer and th- fruity. Like you have disgusting. to like a fruity beer. People don't though. Oh yeah, there's really? a lot of people that don't. Oh yes, all the IPA drinkers. No, no, this can't a, okay, this isn't a. There's no sweetness to this. There's definite sweetness to this. Not like heavy. Okay. You still have the, the heavy carbonation to where it's not – so that mead you had? Right, but you taste no beer in this. Zero beer flavor. Okay, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, I mean, this is very sweet. Okay, yeah, and I don't like sweet, though. Yeah. So, so it's the carbonation that, that gets it from well, it discounting be. it because – what was that, that mead you had at the Henry's? Mm-hmm. So the second day we went back, oh, that was so that bar- Saturday – Was it it? Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. It's we went back. Dude. So – Saturday morning um, We're was rough, <laughs> rough. DJ was like, come on, we got to get out of here. And I was like, I know. I said we weren't going to just lay in bed all day, but oh, that was a hard one to get out of. Like, that was. Are you really feeling it, huh? I, I was. I was tired. We didn't get back till like 2. 145. Okay. And then you remember how many trips I went down to the car? I was supposed to order Grubhub. Yeah, you I were forgot. supposed to order food. I fell asleep in my contacts and phone was not. My phone was not charged the entire trip. Yeah. It was freaking annoying. I, so what we stayed downtown, and I got a good deal on the room, and I thought, cool, well, but then you had to pay for parking, mm. and you could valet at $48 a night. $48 a night. Negative. Positive. Like, I am not doing that. So the other option was to go to the pay station one didn't even have a place to pay, except you could like wad up some dollars and put into this little. Th- it was like, no, I don't trust that because the numbers don't line up. Like, yeah, the other one across the street was fourteen bucks, but it ends at midnight. So at midnight, you have to put in oh, more money. Sp- 
<laughs> I think I remember now. You're like, shit, I forgot to go back downstairs. Yeah. So I literally took three. Tr- <laughs> like I said, shots of tequila. You know, it's Denver. So I went to sleep before you did. Was, so what were you? It, what did I, you do downstairs? I I literally I just said three trips. I cut. I remember like one time I went down, forgot my wallet or something. I don't remember. Like literally don't remember. And then had to go and get my keys. Did you meet anybody? And then, no, absolutely not. Oh, it's two a.m. and di- like. I mean, it is. You're right. That would be a great time if there was a bar around the corner. It could have been like some. Well, if it was Pride Weekend. Some bar flies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> no. saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, last year when we went, it was Pride Weekend also, which is ironically funny that. And I sent Cody a message like, you'll never know what weekend it is here because it was a laughing joke last time oh, we were dude. there. And he was like, there's no way. And I was like, yeah. He goes, okay, is there something you want to tell us? And I go, no. Brian chose this weekend. I did not choose this weekend. So that got me off the hook. Because if I would have chose two years in a row of Pride dude. Weekend, like that would have been a little. Yeah, that would have uh, definitely raised it, some it red flags. It definitely would have raised some flags. And no flags were raised. That's good. N- no penises were raised either. And uh, uh, you <laughs> said you like that waitress, though. I mean, is that not count? Uh, yeah, but I, d- I never. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, interesting. There was no raise. <laughs> <laughs> no raise. <laughs> I'm not 16. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's because she's hot. Wow, you're. Wow, that sucks, man. I know, right? Ugh. 40, it's different. Jeez, dude. And uh, no, so. I literally have to go back and forth three different times. I think you know what? The other day I was scrolling through pictures. I recorded some videos of what I found popcorn. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> what? And I end up sitting. Yeah, I I haven't even watched them. Let's watch it right now, dude. Let's do it. I end up sitting out in front after I finally got everything paid for. And then, if you remember, the next morning, you found popcorn where? In I, th- I think it was in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. You grabbed one from fine. N- no, no. This was popcorn from my backpack that was from the last trip. Oh gross! That might have been a couple months old. You must have had the munchies. I yep. And uh, <laughs> that's you eating popcorn. <laughs> and. <laughs> Dude, you've had tequila for sure, dude. Oh my god, turn it off. Oh my gosh, dude. That's hilarious. You gotta send that to me. Oh my god. Well, so no, so it starts there, and then I go, and then I go to eat the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it's the hotel party. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we got a bag of popcorn. It looks like a wrinkly old bag of popcorn, dude. <laughs> that is awesome. You can post that anywhere? No. Oh, Look man. at the time. 3.07. We got back at 1.45. I'm telling you, three trips. Wow. So, of course, no on Saturday morning, I was exhausted. 
That's funny. I passed out when I immediately got yeah, back. Yeah, you passed out, and I, I didn't. I was looking for Grubhub, and I, and I found a good place. Look, these go on forever. 216, 306. Like, oh, man. And I don't even know what I said. Is I had that literally. Did you that one? Shh, fuck I'm up. totally kidding. <laughs> There's a dude in this one with a white shirt. Nice v neck. Mm hmm. That was a fun trip. It was a fun trip. It was a fun trip. Thanks for the invite, man. You're welcome. All right. Time to tab out. All right. Man. You got anything? I did. We pretty much answered it, though. Oh. I was going to say, I literally was going to say, I was like, I hope you asked me the tab out question. I was going to say, hey, man, you were gone quite a bit the night, the, that, that night. What was it? Oh, that damn. Night? Really? That was yeah, your question? that was the question. Where the fuck were you at? Like, what you said you were out late. What, what were you doing? And you were eating popcorn in front of the Hyatt, walking back up and forth. Down, popcorn from last Denver trip. No, it wasn't last Denver trip. Last trip trip. It would have been last trip trip, which would have been. Oh, that wasn't long ago. Well, it would have been like oh, you March when I went to see the girls. No, and you then went up somewhere. Uh, May? I don't think so. I think it was. I don't think have I been somewhere? Yeah, there was somewhere between you and I. Oh. Um, okay. Oh, well, I went down to Texas for a couple things. Is that it? Before that. Well, but that wasn't my last trip trip was to go see the girls in huh. March, April. Old ass popcorn from a different Yeah, trip. either way, it's old ass popcorn. But yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I was, I went I was to, wondering because I, I went to see I, my I, girls I, in Jacksonville, saw Mark from Firehouse and Paul Paul. I didn't know that you didn't pick this weekend again. I thought you picked this weekend again. So no, 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 I didn't know. Brian picked it. Marty that's my ca- saving grace. Marty kind of likes Pride that's my, Weekend. That's my saving. And then okay. He gets me drunk, and then I go home and go to sleep at 145, and then he's out till 3. I'm like, what and did he, you really go And you woke up the next morning, and you were like, barely walk i'm walking kind of funny oh, wow I'm is like, that why uh, you know popcorn dude that's not cool well that was my talent question though you certainly like popcorn i now. do not like popcorn much at all anymore all right so my tab out question did you not think it was very entertaining oh god and like i don't Whatever somebody like you could you could take sexuality and religion, and and completely different subjects. But you could go, you know what? Whatever your sexuality preference is, cool. That's on you. Yeah, whatever I religion, like if you got a religion, like bro, I have no cool. With gay people, I, I made jokes this whole podcast. Yeah, we make jokes. Dude, like I, I literally, I have I have gay family members. Like I, I it's not an issue. Yeah, it really is, and it's not out. an issue for me. No, I'm not grossed out. I don't care. I'm not. I don't. Oh, you can't like do whatever the hell you feel like being or doing or whatever it is. Like I, I support you 100. And I, I what did you say? I support them 100. percent I think you said it out. Well, I did not say it, Marty. I said 100. <laughs> percent But so back in my mobile detailing clubbing days, like partying every weekend type deal, like well, I had a f- friend that was gay and. He eventually finally goes, hey, so we go to all your places. And, I mean, there's just a group. There's, like, four or five of it, you know. And, hey, can we sometimes go to my place? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, man. You know, you can actually pick up women in gay clubs. Really? Yeah. Because they're a lot of fun. Most gay clubs are really actually a lot of fun. But... When we're walking around Denver, 
And I took a picture with some Furbies with or furries, and I don't think you knew like furries is a whole sex part. Like it's a did whole not interesting know that at like, all. Nope. costumes. You just walk into like yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> It would be interesting, though. I'm sure it would be for you. That's disgusting. I, yeah, I can't. Um, uh, I won't even go into it. But that's just. So the, my question was: like, Were you not enter? Were you not entertained? Name I, the movie. I was. Name the movie. There's no name, name the, the movie. There's no way. Were you not entertained? Dude, I suck at movie references. Gladiator. Yeah, Hayden and Lane. One day we were doing detail on this boat. The whole entire boat detail, eight hours straight, we're doing movie references back and forth. They were doing that. They were doing the whole. You say a line, and then another person guesses it, and they're like, oh, no. Fun, and I'm yeah. like, I'm so left out all day. And I'm like, I guess I'll listen to my music on my headphones because like, I have no <laughs> idea what you guys You mean you didn't about. listen to the Pines of Polishing podcast while you were working? I record them. To help get your education yeah. credits for the IDA? You know what? That's awesome, though. They did that. That is awesome. They did that. So, segue. So, DJ doesn't have to answer the question about how entertaining it was to Dude, walk around Denver no, to the see worst, the what, amount of people. What's the most entertaining and I wouldn't call it disturbing. It was just kind of weird, out there kind of thing with the guys with the leashes. So certain certain guys had on dog masks. Masks with the tongue out. Yeah, and then they would have a chain around their neck with a leash. It was very, very, very different. I, I mean, my tab out question is not so much crazy, more of just like, would you not go again just to see the amount of craziness like i literally think every single person listening at pride week 2020 denver or you know i don't know if you're in a big city maybe you got a pride we like here we don't like i really don't think there was guys walking around in dog masks in tulsa oklahoma in denver like we're talking think of a costume okay the reason the way i described it to my brother-in-law was um, not an emoji. What are? Ah, damn it! What's the when you create a a figure of yourself? Bitmoji? Bit no, not a bitmoji. Avatar. An avatar. Think of creating an avatar. These people were the real life of avatars, like wings all over. Like think of any single thing that you could think of, and there was somebody there that was dressed like that. Yeah. Like, absolutely insane. But entertaining at the same time and very fun to be around. I mean, I don't know about <laughs> fun to be around. I mean, yeah, it was just very like, this is a different world. Right. I was just kind of, I, this is a thing. Like, I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like, it was just like, hey, Marty, do you see that? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I was here last year. I loved it. Like, <laughs> I was like. Oh, I was with that guy. Is that why you <laughs> picked this weekend again? <laughs> Man, and him have a moment okay. with our white shirts giving high fives. In V-necks. No, I mean, I literally think anybody like if you don't have, an, there's plenty of guys that are listening that have an issue with sexuality. Like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I get it. It's, I don't. Think you got to put that aside and just go not to laugh. I don't think like we didn't go to, to laugh go. at them. We we went like when we would walk around, it was just. It was entertaining to see the amount of different costumes and the creativity I just that they had to display whatever they wanted. Yeah. Literally, whatever was running through their mind, they displayed it in the most randomness and beautiful ways of costumes. 
Hmm. Except for the guy in that little leather thing, and he was strapped. Like Dude, uh, that was, was a lot of weird. And then like, there was those chicks with the whips. It was some over the top I, stuff. Know, I'm like, okay, definitely I over the top. Get that you guys have these things going, but like, that's over the top. I think the over the top for me was the chicks. The leashes with the dog masks. No, for me it was the chicks walking around chanting dyke chants oh, and uh, having these dyke marches. But then they had kids. Yeah, that was bad. In the march, I didn't like that. I didn't like it either, but my mind like didn't go kids. that I didn't like it. My mind went, do you realize that it took a male to make that kid? Mm. Like, you, I get it that you love being dykish and you want, like, I get that, but. How do you reproduce? How do you reproduce? Like, know, you man. got, like, uh, you might have gone to a, a fertility place. Like, I get it, but you still needed a male. Hmm, interesting. And it was it really was that to me was very interesting. Like I get your poll but I don't get like Yeah. So I want to preface one more time. I don't have an issue with gays yeah, or like, like, whatsoever. But it was definitely a sight to see for sure if that kind of stuff doesn't I don't know, offend you. Yeah, if it doesn't offend you, you if should it go. If it doesn't offend you, you, you should it was you, very entertaining. I mean, I was just like, This is like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. It was good community. It was great community. All right, DJ, what are your socials? Uh, you can find the podcast at Pints Polishing Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at DJ Patterson on Instagram as well. That's where I hang out at. Yeah? That's where I hang out at. Even when your wife gets on to you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, not any less. It's <laughs> the same amount. And you can uh, find us at Total Auto Solutions, at Pines Polish Podcast, or at DJ Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Marty L. Hill. Marty L. Hill. There you go. Hey, uh, DJ, what should everybody make it? They should make it a great night. They should. Cheers. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for all the DMs, because a lot of the stuff that we talked about tonight was from the DMs that you guys sent us. We both get DMs, and we constantly, when you've sent us, I, hey, thank you for the question, and we, we will do everything we can to answer it the right way for what we think is best for you. So thank you, as always. See ya. Hey there, guys. Jonathan Munsell, the president of the International Detailing Association. And um, I was fortunate enough to be given a, a few seconds here to talk a little bit about the IDA. So I thought I would do that here today with you. And uh, if you don't know what the, the IDA is, the International Detailing Association, it's the leading industry association for professional detailing operator suppliers, distributors, consultants to the industry. Um, and there's really two things that really govern us. You know, it's really our mission and our vision. And our mission is really about promoting the success and growth of the professional detailing community. Um, so we are really in your, in your corner and we want to do everything we can to help your business grow and to see more people come into the industry and raise the professionalism of it. Um, we also have a mission or a vision statement, which is to be the lead advocate and premier source of information for the professional detailing community. And there's no better place. We have tons of information, um, especially when you're a member, you get access to a tremendous amount. Um, and really with all that, the, you know, the IDA is, you know, one of those places where you have people ask, you know, what do they get out of it? 
And uh, it's, this is a, a, a governing body for the people, by the people. Um, we're all volunteers from the president on down. And it's really about, you know, you, you get out of what you put into it. So, you know, when I think about it, it's about, you know, getting involved. And the more you put in, the more you get out. So, you know, find a, one of the committees that you can be involved with. Or certainly, you know, locally, we have a big regional uh, push to get the IDA closer to folks in your hometown type of thing. And we'd love folks to help us out all around the, the country with that. And then the world. We're expanding chapters right now all over the world. And we can certainly use our members coming together to help do that and to further it as an international association. So if there's anything I can ever do to help, certainly reach out to me. Once again, Jonathan Munsell, or certainly go to theida.com. And there's actually a page there called Get Involved. So thank you very much. I hope you guys, if you're, uh, I hope you're members already. And if not, I hope you join soon. Thank you. Ooh.